right, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Camera Brooks Podcast, Above and Beyond. So this is a special edition. On this edition, I'm going to interview, and it's probably not going to be much of an interview because I really want Joel to talk a, a little bit about what's going on at Camera Brooks as it relates to the coronavirus, uh, upcoming conferences, some of his experience having gone through some significant um, situations in the past and, and how we've being able to weather the storm. So again, special episode. Want Joel to just really kind of share with us a little bit more about the past and some of the some of the way that we as a company, Camera Brooks, is handling it. So Joel, thanks for uh, thanks for spending a couple minutes with us today. Yeah, no, thank you for for helping us out in the podcast here, Pete. First of all, hope everybody that's listening to this is um, safe, healthy, your family's healthy as well, and you're able to navigate the, uh, the so many changes in our personal and professional lives. It, um, I'm just amazed at talking to uh, so many of our alum, talk to all, I think all but one or two of our January conference candidates about how things are going um, and they continue to move forward as they head into their, to their, um, their jobs. Cause this is being um, recorded on April 3rd. So many of them are starting this month. Um, and I hope that in a couple months we can come back and listen to this episode and be, okay, we're on the other side of this pandemic. And uh, as a as a world and as a country and as people, we're healing and the economy is continuing to recover. Um, that's my goal. That's my hope. But I, I've had a lot of conversations, as I know you with Pete as well and Rob, about what do we expect? What are we seeing? And where is this going to go? In my response back to everybody is um, honest where I don't know. I wish I could tell you, hey, you know what? This is gonna be over in June and the economy is going to then snap back up and come come right back. That That's a prediction that I just would not give to somebody so that they would encourage to make a career change. Instead, what I've been sharing and want to share, especially in this podcast, as I've been at Karen Brooks for over 20 years, Pete, you've been working in the business world for 18 years now. We've all experienced some different unique economic challenges. And in my specific with Cameron Brooks, with my entire career has been here, the first time I experienced that economic challenge was the tech wreck back in the uh, late, nine, actually it was probably early 2000s which was then subsequently immediately like followed up with right in the middle with the the terrible terrorist attacks of September 11th. And I remember when that happened, I was only at Cameron Brooks for two years and I was really, really concerned about Cameron Brooks, my career just started with the organization and would companies continue to hire? Well, Roger Cameron and Renee Brooks by this time had been in the industry for 30 years. They had seen, um, deep recessions in the 70s and the early 80s. And they said, you know what, it's going to be okay. Companies will continue to hire great leaders. Won't be as many openings, won't be as many positions. The average number of interviews will probably go down. The bar will go higher, but there will be companies out there that want to recruit and hire. And sure enough, in 2002, one, two, and three, which was kind of slower years is exactly what happened companies continue to hire the industry shifted a little bit from the tech to the energy industry to the healthcare industry and then the second thing 
is then I also uh, experienced um, the 2008-2009 Great Recession due to the financial crisis. And I actually kept a journal during this time. And I have just recently pulled it out. And again, I had concerns. I remember journaling in there, will we make it through this? Will companies actually be hiring? Because this is this was different where, you know, we're basically self-inducing this economic stoppage that we're doing it to ourselves where businesses just froze up. There wasn't money flowing anywhere back in 2008, 2009. Banks were failing. People were scared to spend their money. People are scared to lend their money back then. And we still had conferences. We still had eight to nine interviews per candidate. And we kind of, you know, the end of 2008 was kind of normal, like every other year. Beginning of 2009 slowed down, and then it really slowed down in the middle of 2009. But we still had companies hiring, different industries, different companies. And the same thing is they just couldn't stop hiring leaders. They had to, they had to um, fill key positions, and they wanted the right people into these right organizations. Um, and then the market came back. And so my hist- history, my experiences in, in tells me, and what we're experiencing now at our April 2000 conference is you have companies that really wanna hire leaders. But why, and I think back, like why did they hire from Cameron Brooks? You know, why don't they use other sources where these other organizations that kind of in the same industry, they've canceled their their career fairs or their conferences. And yet we're still doing ours, although it, you know, we'll talk a little bit about it being doing virtually. I think the first reason is, is that how well we know the candidates, how well we know each and every one of the people we work with. And think about the notes that we have on everybody we meet with. We ask detailed questions about their life story, what motivates them, what drives them, your strengths, your weaknesses. We meet people as much as we can in person, a little harder now, but we still do it virtually. We get a complete file on a person that tells their life story. We know their military evaluations. We help them in interviewing. We build a resume with them. We are a partner that really knows the people well, and companies trust us. Companies trust Cameron Brooks that we are going to recruit good people that have great attitudes, that are givers, that are hard workers, that are growing and developing, that are well-prepared, that are going to come into the corporate world and make it a better place. And they're going to do interviews at this April career conference, initial and follow-up, where they probably won't ever meet the person in in person. They'll do it all virtually. And I believe that they're willing to do that because they know we know the candidates. They're trusting us. They're putting a modified recruiting process right next to our recruiting process. And that takes the variability of the hiring. And I'm thinking about a couple of companies specific, all the companies. I wish I could mention them all. But there's just a couple companies that I want to mention by name. You know, one is Johnsonville Sausage. In my 20 plus years, I've never had a candidate tell me. I'm getting out of the military because I want to go make sausage. I'm sure that's obvious. Nobody would say that to me. But that's not what Johnsonville says their mission is. They want to make it the best company in the world. I mean, that is 
go look at their website, their recruiting literature. They want to be the best company in the world, and they want to hire people that can help them make the best company, make it the best company in the world. And people go to work there because they get on board a culture and a mission and a purpose that is about growing and developing and helping other people and helping them reach their potential. And they, so they say they're a leadership company that just happens to make sausage. And so when you're Johnsonville and you have this maintenance coordinator position, they don't call them team leaders, they call them coordinators. And you think about, we want a leader, we want to hire somebody. Sure, there's a lot of people out there that could do this. They're in Chicago, they could find somebody. To get resumes, they don't need a camera Brooks to get resumes, but they want to hire the right person. They want to get it right because they want to protect their culture. Mars. The, the, the confectionery and pet food company. Privately held company, family owned, just like Johnsonville. Culture. Values. We have two organizations with Mars hiring for leadership positions. And they're going to prioritize where can we get the best leaders? Where do we get people that we know we can hire that will make our organization a better place? So I think about these companies, I'm like, why are they doing this? Why? So they do it because they want good people and they know they can come to Cameron Brooks and they can find these great leaders, these great people. So the point that, there's two points that I wanna share with you to capitalize on this, that I believe no matter what the future holds, I know I didn't predict the pandemic or anything like that, but not so shouldn't say no matter, but most likely whatever the future holds. Companies are going to continue to recruit leaders, but the bar is going to be high for the foreseeable future, and I think there's going to be fewer interview opportunities. So it's going to be a little bit more challenging for people making the transition, but you can have the ability to reduce the risk in your transition. One way that you can reduce the risk is find a really good partner that can navigate through these waters. So if you're hungry, you want to make the transition, you're ready to get into the business world, they're going to most likely, again, based on my experience, 20 plus years, there's going to be opportunities in the future there. What other big, you know, economic firms are looking at, they're saying, yes, once we get through these next couple of months, the economy will start to rebound. So I believe there's going to be opportunities there. And a partner like Cameron Brooks who has a vast network that can pull off a conference here this April, which I think we're gonna have an average of eight interviews. There's gonna be a range, but I think the average is gonna be eight. A partner can help mitigate that risk. But also I believe that Cameron Brooks also demonstrates can mitigate that risk in any market. For us to have eight interviews also shows in a really good economy, well, you might be able to do it by yourself. Our, our client base, our access to hiring managers and companies is deep and can really explode your marketability, your market, get you access to people and opportunities that you can't get on your own. So it's not just in good or bad markets, tough markets, but it's also in the good markets. The second way that you reduce your risk and why it's important to come to us early or the earlier the better is to be well prepared. Our development and preparation program was started by Roger Cameron and Renee Brooks although it's been rewritten several times, because the company's expectation of the people they hired through Cameron Brooks would be better prepared. They would be able to come to their organization and hit the ground running. 
yes, it's going to help you get ready to interview. That's really designed to help you hit the ground running when you get into corporate America. And so in some ways, our program, not just our network, but our program and our preparation are there to help you make a successful transition. And our team, Chuck, who's our CEO, has been through all these downturns that I've been through. Been here a few, five years young, longer than I have. So he's seen a little bit more than I have, but certainly the big ones that I've described. Mary Lou White, one of our original founders, has been through all of them. I remember talking to her when this, we were having a conference called Middle of March when they put a stoppage on the uh, military travel. And I said, what do you think, Mary Lou? And she chuckled. She said, we'll get to the other side. You know why she knows we're going to get to the other side? Because she's done it. Not once, not twice, but three times, four times, five times. She's done it. She knows. She's seen the other side. Then you have this incredible team that I have to compliment at Camera Brooks that we've been able to take what we have done for almost 50 years. So you take 50 years and you take five at a minimum. Some years we did six and seven conferences, 50 years, five conferences at a time. You're talking 2,500 plus conferences that we've done. Never once have we done it virtually. In a matter of weeks, we were able to use modern day technology to put a plan in place to turn this conference into a virtual conference. Candidates have adjusted. The companies have adjusted. And this is going to happen starting at 630 tonight. And so that's the kind of team, the kind of program, access to the network that people get. I don't I, and I don't want to like paint a picture of all sunshine and everything for everybody. I'm just saying there is a poss there is a possibility that there are companies out there hiring. As long as there's opportunities, we're going to figure out a way to do conferences. What our our next conference will look like, I don't know yet. And that's because, you know, like anybody, we don't know which. We know the pandemic is every day we get closer towards the end of it, but we just don't know when that will be. So our June conference could very much be virtual as well or parts of it could be virtual. So if you're listening to this and you're in the Camera Brooks program and you're wondering what you should do and you got questions, what I would say is reach out to Pete, Rob, or me, or your relationship manager. And you can easily do that. If you don't remember the email address, it's very easy. Just candidates at cameron-brooks.com. Say, I'd like to set up a time to talk about my future and my plan. If you're listening to this, and you've not, you're not, you wondering when you should get out and what you should do, and you're curious about what's the best course of action, call and set up a time to talk to us. I promise, I promise we will be honest, direct with you to help you so that you, to help you to make a good decision, not for you, so that you can make a good decision about when and if you should make the transition. Because knowledge, not fear, knowledge, not fear will help you make the best decision. Don't believe that you can time the market. I don't believe that you can just go pull a resignation and say, well, I'm going to wait until November. I'm going to pull my resignation. I'm going to wait till 2021. Nobody predicted this six months ago. Nobody was predicting this a month ago. Nobody predicted the financial crisis. I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sure there's somebody. But generally, the, the public did not predict this would happen. We didn't know where we'd be here. So it could be something else. It's just impossible to time the market. So knowledge is going to help you make a good decision, 
find a good partner, reduce the risk in ma- making the transition. Those are my thoughts. I know, Pete, I wanted you on here to listen to see what did I miss? Did you have questions that you think I should fill in to answer for our audience? I think people want to know, so you've talked to many of the people who came to the conference in late January, did the career conference, did a career search and a follow-up interview process, accepted an offer sometime in late February with the start date in April. And so between accepting a position and when they're supposed to start, which is around now, all of this, all of this has occurred. And so what are you hearing from the people that you're talking to about, about when they're going to start? Because I assume most people would think, well, I guess, you know, you know, last in, first out type of deal, but I guess they're not going to have a position. Tell me what you've heard from the people that you've talked to. So most people. Um, have, or first of all, everybody that I've talked to is in contact with their hiring managers and they're, they're moving out of their military location and they're moving physically and they're going to start work from home. That's the majority of them. The other, then there's a next number, their company's mailing them laptops and they're going to stay where they are if they can and work from that home and start with the company. There's been a couple people that voluntarily moved their start date a little bit later in May and are going home to their parents, family, just for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that already started, that are doing well, that are already like out there calling on customers and making presentations. Um, so that's what I experienced. And I know you talked to a few people as well. People, what did you hear when you talked to the people that from the January conference? I heard the exact same thing, and and I didn't even hear anyone that was pushing their start date. Everyone had a plan, and I think the big point in that, though, is, and it's just reiterating what you said, companies are not going to stop hiring leaders, and companies aren't just going to completely shut down. Now, there are some companies who are challenged, and you know, some of the airlines and hospitality industry, but the the types of companies that we're talking about are continuing to plow through and fight through. It's not like everyone's just shutting it down and, hey, let's, you know, let's turn everything back on in a couple of months and see how it goes. And so just like, just like we're finding ways to get things done, companies are continuing to fight, find ways to get things, things done. And I think that is the testament to the types of companies that are looking for leaders to help them move their company forward. I did have another question for you. So yeah, you said, you know, we've, we've got for this April conference, which, as you said, is kicking off here in about a little less than three hours from now. Um, and the average number, you said there's a range, but the average number of inter- interviews is about eight per officer, which is just phenomenal, right? In the, in the midst of all of this, eight interviews, for average eight interviews. But can you speak to not necessarily the, you've already mentioned some companies' names, which is great, but why are there so many companies still coming? I mean, I thought the whole economy was shut down. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, not all the economy is shut down. That's there right. are some companies that are making products that we still need. Can't, we need That's food. Right. <laughs> uh, we need medical we equipment, need me- medical equipment, drugs, uh, pharmaceutical drugs, that is, um, biopharmaceuticals. Um, Companies that are just like 
construction. And there's some companies that are like, you know what? This is going to end at some point in time. And most likely it's going to end in June. Most likely with what we're seeing. I could be wrong. I'm not predicting. And that's only like two months from now. And that's, and that's when these April cans can start. And the companies are looking, we got people, we got a business to run, we gotta grow, we gotta get, when the economy restarts, we gotta go out there and solve problems. And I need people that can solve problems. And I think one of the interesting things, you know, in all of these interviews for the April conference, it's not companies just saying, hey, let's go, you know, just casually interview a couple of folks and if we like someone, these are physical, tangible, open positions right now that need to be filled. And and to your That's point, like they're predicting, like we're not going to stop. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I think one of the things that's super easy in this like virtual conference thing is that, you know, you get a lot of companies because let's just, just see, you know, we don't have to travel. We don't have to go anywhere. Let's go see. Well, we're not letting that happen. You know, everybody that that's, interviewing has a real open position um and in fact we had a we had a couple changes yesterday companies called just said you know we're not able to fill the position so we don't think we should interview they could have easily not told us about that they could have easily just said well we'll just interview um so that's the beauty of having the relationship we do with our companies that we do one more question and then we'll, and then we'll call it a day here you know Launching your career in the midst of a storm, right? Getting getting into a company while all of this, all of these things are happening around. What do you think that's ultimately going to do for some of these folks when they're when they're starting in their starting their career in the midst of some of the, these crises and in, in, in tough times? I'm going to actually talk about myself for just a minute that's going to answer the question. So last year I, I celebrated my 20th anniversary at Cameron Brooks and um, the, the, the company came together, they gave me a little gift and Chuck, the CEO said something. And what Chuck said, or actually tell you what Chuck didn't say. Chuck, Joel has been here for 20 years. And, and in those years we've had seven of our best years we've ever had as a company. He didn't say that. What he said was, Joel is a tried and tested leader in this company. He has been through some very difficult times. The recession in, in the September 11th tax, the financial crisis of 2008, 2009, we re, when we had to reinvent some of our processes in 2010, the changing of Cameron Brooks, the Roger, and Renee, uh, Roger Cameron Renee Brooks to Chuck and me and building that next version of the company. That's what he talked about. He didn't talk about our record-breaking years. He talked about our tough years. That's what it's going to do. And that's what people will remember you for. They'll remember you for what did you accomplish in those tough times? Roger Cam used to say that all the time. He said, companies, you will always be defined in your career what you accomplish and what you did in the hard times, not in the easy times. Because in the easy times, the economy is going to get 80% of the credit. Tough times, you're going to get 80% of the credit. That's great. Well, um, I'll make sure to link a bunch of the things that you've talked about today in these notes. 
uh, email addresses, phone numbers, links to different people in our organization, some of the companies that folks listening can go check out. But uh, yeah, thanks for spending a couple of minutes with us today. Thanks for uh, sharing some of your experiences. My, my hope, my, I know that, that what you've said is going to give some confidence to folks who are out there trying to make decisions about the future. So thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully we get this to them and they, those people listen to it.